Did you watch the Derby? No. No. It was my buddy's diaper party last night, so my throat is a little uh rough. The fuck's a diaper par- pardon my French, right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> what is a diaper party? It's when your kids haven't your buddy's having a kid. Yeah. And he throws a party and everyone brings baby diapers. Huh. So they throw a party and he gets like it's like a baby shower but for men yeah they get you get like it's a, like we're not picking out outfits we're just gonna bring diapers just bringing diapers yeah huh and you get drunk and drop off your diapers i think you end up getting like over a thousand diapers so they should be fine for a while that's a lot of diapers yeah happy mother's day speaking of diapers yeah right. uh ha- happy mother's day to moms <clears throat> moms everywhere all the moms and you know, like people that have moms. Happy Mother's Day to you too. Yep. People um, that had moms. Anybody that's knows a mom. Happy Mother's Day. We used to do a thing at the distillery, and it got a little awkward. But it was like, hey, are you a are you a mother? And be like, because we were gonna give all moms like a free drink. Yeah, that's a weird <laughs> thing to ask women because like some of them aren't, and it was uh, you know, so it's like Mother's Day can be a little touchy too. I think. I don't so. think. I don't know if you have to be a mom or not, but I know the Laurentide is doing, if you buy a bottle of, I, I believe it's Anthony Road Rosé, mm-hmm. that you get flowers. Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I'll tell you what, have you been over there lately? No. no. I swung by last night, and it's looking awesome. They yeah. got, so Timmy G's, the the former Timmy G's, that will be... I don't know if they're going to like have a different name for it or if it's just going to be the Laurentide or if it's, I don't know how they're going to do that. Yep. But, uh, naming wise or if it, anyway, anyway, um, you know what I did? It's just been looking at me this whole time. That feels mm-hmm. awkward. And you know why? It's because I turned off the automatic. There we go. All I right. Now it. it won't just be me anymore. I liked it. I didn't feel as much pressure. <laughs> so what, uh, I went there last week. I, well, I was walking by last week, and I was like, I sent Marla a text. I said, it looks real cool. looks looks tactical. <laughs> oh, my God. What you have to say to that? Because the whole thing was, like, blacked out with that, like, matte black color. Uh-huh. It's like, that looks cool. But now they're starting to get some, like, wood features and stuff on it, so it looks really nice. You can kind of peek in the window, and they got, like, a nice new bar. The kitchen's looking good. Like, things are getting ready to go. And I don't know an exact date yet, but I'm I'm anticipating within the next couple of weeks they'll be live. Whoa, that soon? I think so. Yeah, I mean wow. they they've been cooking over there. I gotta tell you they they've really done a good job. I don't know if you've been in that building much, just once. But yeah. it's got like a full. The basement's really nice. Oh, I didn't go down the basement. The basement's amazing. Really? Yeah, it's like full size, like full height concrete basement. It's wow, nice. And, uh, man, it's the kitchen's looking good. Um, they've got a window that the servers can come up and, and bring food out back to. So that'll be cool. Um, have they advertised much on it about what it is to everyone? And I don't think so. I think it's one of those where you know how they are and how a lot of, a lot of the businesses now, like they just kind of, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, Mm -hmm. I've, I've no idea what they're going to do but um you know a lot of times all you have to do is open yeah and then people find out about it and this area is begging for more and more 
I mean, they are. I don't think you can have too many uh, food places in Pinion. Every place is always slammed. Doesn't matter. There's a, yeah. I mean, there's a time when it slows down. But, Winter. Yeah. Yeah. But this time of year, every place I've been, there's been a wait. You know. Really. Yeah. Wow. So it's good. What what was it last year? Last summer, there was a you couldn't even get in the Laurentide sometimes. Yeah, it was like couldn't even get in to have a beer. That's like insane. That's wild. Whenever they'd have the you know during the winter time, even like in the fall, if it was bad weather and they had the doors closed, yep, it's like good luck. I'm excited for them to do another comedy show. I'd like now that it's warm out to do it outside. Yes, you could really pack people in. Yes, I haven't heard anything about Marla. Marla, <laughs> when's the next comedy show? Those things are so fun. Shoot me a text. We'll get tickets today. We don't have we don't have anything like that around here. No, nope. I heard uh, I heard that Baked and Loaded was bringing in comedy occasionally. Really? I know. Yeah. I saw at least one comedy night advertised there. Well, so that should be interesting. I wonder. You ever seen anyone do like a like amateur night? Amateur com- like like open mic yeah, comedy. Open mic where they let like the you know anyone come up and do it. It's uh it's a little rough. Some it's yeah. like pretty cringy, but every once yeah. in a while somebody will go up there and uh some of the stuff that like I can just imagine some of the stuff people would say though, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. working on it. Like if I ever happen upon one of those, I don't know, I'm working up a bit about people <laughs> that um bring a bring a wagon to the grocery store. Really? Okay. Yeah. Are yeah. you gonna are you gonna rough do it right now? Well, no, 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 no. But you know, like everybody, yeah. like you you see people show up to the grocery store with a wagon. Yeah. And like you got to think, like most people just like walk past that person. But if you ever just like stop and think, like how that person got to that point in their <laughs> life, <laughs> like what what exactly is happening? Why? <laughs> how did they get there? That's true. <laughs> you know. I, I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen it. Like, was it a DWI? Have you seen people um, do it? Really, a lot. Oh yeah, really. And now they get they get the attention. like the fold up wagons too. Now, like it used to be like a wagon, like a like a radio flyer. Okay. But now it's like they've got like fold up canvas wagons. Wow. That uh, people bring to the grocery store. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think I've ever seen it. I guess if it's not something that everybody's experienced, then it wouldn't be as funny. It's kind of funny, though, because uh, you can imagine. You I, can imagine. During COVID, I walked into Walmart and a guy had a pair of panties for his mask um, <laughs> over his face. And I just looked at so Mary. It has to be fabric and it has to cover your mouth and nose. Yep, that's exactly oh. what it did. And I looked at Mary and Mary's like, well, it's pretty inventive. <laughs> I go, yeah, I guess so. Was, the, was it like? Was yeah, it was like a thong. Over so the top? It was like. You know, like the base part here, yeah. here, and it like went up. So yeah, so like go little, right between his yep, eyes, right between his eyes, <laughs> over his freaking head. And I'm like, what in That's the stupid. hell am I witnessing? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Now that's either a, a person that mentally is not all there, or he thought he was going to be hilarious. So, oh yeah, I, I'm thinking it was the latter. Probably but, yes, yeah. for sure, for sure. Crazy. Yeah. I've been uh, been playing with some big tools lately up at the campground. Okay. Been getting work up there. And, uh, you know, some, some of it you do with, like, the little hand saws. Those things are impressive, by the way. Just, like, the little, like, folding, like, zit, 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 like the pruning saws. Yeah. Those things will rip. Yeah. And uh, they're, like, 
12 bucks and you just rip through everything with those is they're awesome yeah. but i got our tractor up there uh-huh pushed over some trees some dead trees dead trees folks <laughs> uh pushed over some Still dead trees, live trees to build build a little trail over to this like really cool overlook you can see preemption line marker from the top of the ravine from like just next to the campground really it's pretty cool huh yeah I think we should all just go down and protest and tie ourselves to dead trees so Phil can't kill the trees. Um, if anyone wants to meet me, to stop Phil with the dead trees. Stop me from killing dead trees. <laughs> they must remain vertical. What What do people, you know, you ever seen those? Where those people, they'll seriously like tie themselves. To a tree. To a tree or building or something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know if people respect your life enough to not do it still. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if you strapped yourself to the wrong side of the tree and they didn't know you were there? <laughs> they didn't see you. <laughs> it's just like, I think there's a better way to do this. What are you going to do? You're done. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, not good. No. Yeah. So there was a, actually not too long ago, there was a big protest about people trying to fight for historic houses in this area to not be demolished. Was that over in Dresden? I think I heard one there. There was yeah. one over down toward Watkins Glen. That was the big one that I heard. Yeah. People were uh, really, I don't know, just like upset saying it's been there forever. Like we shouldn't see history go and stuff like that. And yeah, I can kind of see it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I guess things have to keep moving, right? Right. And where Where's the line between like this is history and you keep it and progress? Well, here's the line. Okay, I've got I've got a response for this, not to like no, but I I, I've got a response to this, and and this, if you are are one of those people, raise the money, right? Shore it up, like do it, restore the building, or uh, at least like come up with all the money that's necessary to stabilize it, buy it, whatever. Like and and if you're not willing to do that, sorry, right? Like you're, you know, like somebody. It's either going to kill somebody from like they're going to climb in and fall through the floor. Yep. Or as you know, as a code or officer, and so like some of these buildings could kill somebody. So it's like you know what? You either if you if you really care about it and you really think it's part of our history, don't let it rot. Right. Don't let it rot. And if you let it rot for 60 years for your entire lifetime, and then you go protest demolishing it, sorry. Like you, right. You know, like unless you're going to take over the responsibility, sorry. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, that's a good point. If you can't, I was always leaning toward more like there is, like we have already have things in motion to protect historic buildings and landmarks and sites. So it's like, if it's not yeah. being protected, is it? Really well, and there's also, so I, I know a little bit firsthand that there's also an evaluation that determines whether or not something is in fact, um, historical yeah. old is not equal historic. <laughs> and, um, so there's, there's a process that you go through to figure out whether something is historic or not. So historic, does it have to have like a story with it? Is that what it is? It's not um, age. It's like it's 
typically that it's got something unique about it. Unique, okay. Whether it's a unique history, like something that was done there that was like incredibly unique. Yep. Or if it's like especially like a unique architectural style that like if it's the only house left that still has such and such whatever. Yeah. Like, then that would be worth preserving um, as far as I'm not saying that everything isn't. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like that's how they determine whether something is technically historic. I mean, there I'm sure several other criterion, but um, it's those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, like the um, Samson Theater. What I didn't know about that. Um, the one thing that's kind of interesting is you notice when you look at the outside of it that it's kind of like a it looks like it's melting. You can yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. Like I don't know a better way to describe some, it, but but that's like reminds me of some Ghostbuster stuff. Uh yeah. I mean yeah. we could definitely store some ghosts in that place. <laughs> you sure could. And, and a like a old ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> some ectoplasm. There you go. Uh yeah, no, I mean that place it's it's a unique architectural style. Yeah. Like it's um I, I don't know how many buildings there are that are that style. I don't know if it was like the first of that style or if it was, you know, one of the early ones of that style or I don't know all the details, but yeah. um, something about how they did that was historical. That was a heck of a community effort. The Samson Theater. People fought for that hard. I mean, there was a lot of people that really... They still are. ...raced money. And, it's not ready yet. I know, but I'm just know. saying, you know, but there's been a lot. Like yeah. for years, people they need, have been fighting for that, and they need a lot more money to make it happen. Yeah, there's a. I wonder. Hopefully, when it's done, there's been a couple people that have really worked their ass off for that, and hopefully, there's some sort of recognition. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they don't want the recognition. Yeah, so. yeah, it's hard yeah. to. There's. I've I've learned through time that it's usually the people that are that are doing the most that really don't want any recognition. Yeah. As you learned last week, right? Uh, yeah. How many submissions did you get? A good number. Good, good number. Uh, probably at least, I don't know, there were like 15 or 20. I'm still working on getting getting the prizes out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we had about 15 or 20 submissions, and that's just scratching the surface. Yeah. And I had, people say, I had people say to me that, like, they sent in two, and they were like, oh, well, and they didn't win. They sent in two and they didn't win. They were like, oh, well, I didn't want to like win all the prizes. Like, well, you. <laughs> the point is, like, you're supposed to be stirring up interest. Right. So, yeah. like, post every day, you know? It's part of it. And I'm, I'm looking at how we can. It'll change up a little bit from what we did last month, but I'm trying to figure out ways to carry that forward into the future and beyond Yates County. So, um, just encourage people to get involved and stay involved and even the little things um i tell you what i had some rage on friday internal rage it was, <laughs> it was like you rage. raged <laughs> no i kept it inside oh good but i i wanted to donkey kong this guy just like boop 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 you know like oh, anyway what do you do um just like he had a piece of plastic mm-hmm. and he looked at it and he walked across the sidewalk over to the street 
and threw it under a car. Why? I don't know. What the hell? That is so random. What? Yeah. I, okay. I wanted to say, excuse me, sir. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. I wanted to say, how about you pick that up? Yeah. You didn't? You didn't I didn't. No. I didn't. I should have. Well, sometimes. I should have said something. Sometimes. What I should have done is gone over and picked it up. I should have got under the car, picked it up, handed it to him and said, excuse me, sir, you dropped this. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. But I understand at the same time, you know, it's like, is that going to lead to a huge conflict? You know, like somebody. So it's one of those situations where you try to hold people accountable, but it's like where there, I'm just saying like the, the guy was like 60 or 70. You're 60 or 70. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. <sighs> grow up. It's grow time. Up. It's time to grow up. We're done. Seriously. Be a big boy. Put the trash. Your generation, by the way. <laughs> uh oh, here we go. Destroyed this earth. So just stop it. Stop it. That's crazy. I don't know how many times I've come home with just like trash things that most people might have thrown on the ground that I just stick in my pockets. Like, I'll just it's stick not it that hard. I'll like, come yeah. home, like empty my pocket in the garbage. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Why do I have so much stuff yeah. in my pocket? It's you not know? that hard. It's yeah. not that hard. I, I like every time I go out, if I it takes like 45 minutes to fill up a whole trash bag just from walking around on the sidewalk. What's the fine for littering? I don't think there is one. Is there not? Well, I think New York State has one. I don't think Penyan or Yates County has anything. There's a they've got one against smoking anywhere on public like right. property, which blows my mind. Like you can't have, uh, you know, you can't vape when you walk past the county building. But, but you can like throw it on the ground. <laughs> I there's got to be some. Have you ever seen some of those signs? It's like, uh, I can't remember if I was in Canada or if it was another state, but it's like littering, like five hundred dollars, and then like if you're caught twice, it's a thousand dollars. That's like, damn, you know, that should stop some littering. <laughs> you get hit in yeah. the pocketbook like that, well, you're not gonna freaking like it. So I'd like to just, I'd like to assume the best. Yeah. And at least that education, which there isn't really much right now, you know, like it's kind of faded away. There used to be education. Mm -hmm. Now there's really not that much education about littering and just reducing the barriers. Like if people see that there's a trash can right over there, they're probably more likely to like wait four steps and put it in the trash can. I know that everybody isn't going to make it to the trash can. Right. But the same thing, like somebody might pick up that litter and put it in the trash can if they see one, but they, they're probably not going to put it in their pocket and carry around. Right. Yeah. So like those kinds of things, I think I'd rather put effort into that than chasing people around, punishing them. <laughs> well, sometimes a, a hit to the pocketbook will uh, change people's mind. So, um, yeah, it's just I, I was driving down 14. So. All the towns have a cleanup day coming up. Most of the towns do. The town of Milo has a cleanup day, which means if you're a town of Milo resident, you can bring any trash up to the town of Milo and they'll discard for you. No cost or anything like that. So it's a good time to, if you have trash laying yeah. around and you want to clean it up, the uh, town of Barrington has theirs coming up in two, three weeks. Do you know so, when those are? I don't know off the top of my head. I, just know I know that they're coming up. So. 
<clears throat> they come up all the time. As long as around springtime, usually it's always yeah, it's spring cleanup. Spring um, cleanup. As long as you're a resident of the town, yeah, you're more than welcome to drop some off. I don't know how many times you can come. I know there's a limit, really, of how many times because you know the town's got to pay so much and can only get so many people in a day. So. Well, let's have a look at Milo. Village of Penyan, town of Milo, cleanup day is yesterday. Shit. <laughs> I'm a day late. Sorry, <laughs> from guys. Eight, from 8 to 2. Well, let's okay. see how it works, though. So it's at the wastewater treatment plant out at the edge of town. Um, they've got contact information. They'll take rubbish. Rubbish. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry. Rubbish, scrap metal, wood furniture, dried paint cans, empty propane tanks. They won't take undried paint cans, which is like, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> like I it has know. to be dried. And you can see they do charge for some things, like things that cost them a lot of money to get rid of. So they'll charge you for TVs, TVs computer, uh, monitors. computer monitors, tires. But other than that, everything else is just... They'll take they just they won't take oil or oil cans, pesticides, liquids, wet paint, wet paint, uh, freon appliances, burn barrels, plastic barrels or bagged garbage, super single tires or ag tires. What's a super single tire? No clue. Is that like what they have on tractor trailers? No, no clue. Is that what I should have on my truck? Oh, look at that thing. That is wide. Yeah, it's a big tire. Wide. $1,500 for Ooh. one. This one, it's $1,700 for one tire. Yeah. <laughs> what are those for? What's a super single tire? It's F450. F450, F550, Dodge Ram. It's Monsters. A, it's, yeah. it's the hat. What is that? Hat. Uh, no, that's those more are, those are ton. Those are like, those are like five ton. Yeah. Ten ton. I don't know. Those are big trucks. They're big trucks. Those are your like town trucks that you see driving around. Why super single tires are a dangerous cut corner in the trucking industry. Oh God, what do we what are we getting down here? Oh, okay. So it's like where you're supposed to have two tires and they give and then you just get like one big wide tire oh, instead of like instead okay. of uh dual. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's no wonder they're so wide. That seems very dangerous. Yeah, I think I'd want two. I'd want two next yeah. to each other. Yeah. yeah, I think so. One of them blows. You know, the only thing I don't like about that, though, like I don't want a tractor trailer to like flip over or whatever the hell happens when they blow a tire mm-hmm. if it's like a super single. But when they've got these tires where it's like two of them next to each other and they just like keep driving. Yeah. Like one of them just like shreds into a million pieces and they just keep going. And Do you think they even notice when they're in that truck? I don't know. I wonder because like so if, loud in there if you're a trucker let us know yeah if you would know <laughs> it, it mean, let us know if you notice when you just demolish a tire let, let us know when those things pop when they're on the freeway that scares the hell out of me anytime but you don't want to be anywhere near that yeah do not want to be anywhere near that the town of let's see there's got to be one coming up though yeah barrington um town of barrington i don't know if we up. have it on our website yet or not well that's horseshit of barrington.org come on barrington just kidding it's not i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I'm yeah, i don't know uh... is this your email yes yeah, that's my email <laughs> there jesse jane he's on there 
Maybe it's on the front page. We so new permit fees. We're kind of old school. We send out letters to everyone. So every person that owns property in town of Barrington gets a letter. Hmm. Well, that seems reasonable. Instead yeah. of probably posting it. Yeah, I don't, we must not have it posted. I'd like, a, I'd like both. I think both would be nice. Both. Yeah, but you can guarantee if you're sending a letter, like everyone's gonna throw it, it away. Yeah, throw. But they've seen it. You know, it's like everyone had a chance to look at it. Because how many? We have a lot of Mennonites in our community. So yeah. No, you we, need uh, to be able to. We do a lot of stuff with the newspaper and sending out letters. Every time there's a variance, I have to send out. Uh, geez, probably like 13 letters to all the neighboring houses. So, like, all the houses that surround it? Yeah. Is it, like, just the direct next-door neighbor, or is it, like, is there a radius? I'm not sure what state law is, but our law is any house within 500 feet. Oh, well, that makes, I like that. that property makes line. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but some, like, a Mennonite property will have, you know, if they have 200 acres of land, I have to send 500 feet within every edge of that 200 acres. Oh, so like, oh, that uh, could really so add up. Oh, I've done that. Like could 40, really add up. 40, 30, 43 letters, I think. 42 letters is the record. That's mm. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I wonder what this is. Hey, their public hearings are good time. Six o'clock. Oh, ZBA meets. Well, it's, uh, it's right at the beginning of their board meetings. What is this? I don't know about this. Okay, well let's let's just take a look at what's happening in the village of Penyan real quick. Since we're here, there are some public hearings coming up on May seventeenth at six o'clock p.m. Six o five p.m. We're talking about we got two public hearings. I wonder what these are. And let's see what they are. So we've got one amendment of the local law providing for the administration and enforcement of the New York State Uniform Fire Prevention and Building Code and the State Energy Conservation Construction Code. And this is hereby given that a public hearing, yada, yada, yada. Uh, the village hall is in compliance with accessibility. Okay, what, what am I looking at? Um, a copy of the proposed... Here we go. Local law filing. Um, this is going to be long, Phil. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's 35 uh, pages. Short title, long title. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not... I'm just going to look at um, provision... No, but I'm telling you it's going to be long because you're looking at the uniform building Purpose code right intent. now. Purpose and intent. Okay, here we go. So, the local law is adopted pursuant... Uh, all building structures and premises, regardless, of, uh, are subject. What the hell? I'm telling you, that, right. I read this be long. all the time. This is what I do for a living. So where should I skip to? Where should I skip to? <laughs> You'll just all this will be definitions, and it'll Code go down to officer and inspectors. It'll go down to laws and stuff like that after you get past all this building permits. Oh, so it's not even going to tell me what the change is. It doesn't look like that, uh, or maybe this was never. Um, Stop work order authorized through the village, and now they're reauthorizing. They're reauthing it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, because this is right out of the book, I I know all this stuff. Or this is. You don't think there's a change? You I think it's just. I couldn't tell you, man. I'm shocked that it doesn't say what they're changing up there, or what they're doing with it, because this is just the laws. Yeah. yeah. This is. And that's not even laws as much as this is like giving a lot of definitions and. Uh, 
you know, the, the job of a code officer. Do you think so, it's maybe just expanding? Yeah, maybe they don't have all this part of their code and they're just trying to adopt this. So, But this is straight out of the state uh, book. So, Violations. $250 a day if you, vi if you violate. Intermunicipal agreements. Yeah, that means when, uh, <clears throat> you know, if you're ever on vacation, you got to have an agreement with another code officer that they can do your job for you. Well, so. that was not enlightening. <laughs> the Your best thing would be here is where it would say exactly yeah. what they're doing. The purpose it's of providing for administration and enforcement of the uniform codes. Yeah, that's it. So you're saying I could have gotten away with it this whole time? Uh, well, no, because that's not, that was more or less what there is like what the code officer does, the fines and everything. And that doesn't really give many laws. So, hmm. yeah. So this is okay. All right. Let's see the other one. Public hearing number two. The purpose, uh, proposed local law to create a tree board. And adopt public tree regulations. I'm telling them about Phil and his dead trees. Tell them. So, tell them. So. I'm going to go tell them about dead trees. <laughs> tree uh, board. They're, they're going to have a tree board to adopt regulations pertaining to public trees. What's what's not public trees? So the public trees are the ones that are planted and maintained by the village, which are essentially the ones on the curb. Okay. Or potentially, maybe it would include the ones at parks and things like that. But I would say ones on either public property or the ones that are on the curb. I know um, when you look at the sidewalk code that there's a lot of mention of public trees because if a public tree damages your sidewalk, hey, Penyan residents, um, if you are a Penyan resident and a village tree has damaged your sidewalk, um, you can go to the Village of Penyan website, villageofpenyan.com, and search for a application to have the village uh, replace or repair that section of your sidewalk at no cost. Really? Yep. Wow. They're responsible. Cool. If their tree damages your sidewalk, they're responsible for fixing it. Hmm. Otherwise, you're responsible for it, but there is a cost share. So if you have other parts of your sidewalk or if your sidewalk was not damaged by a public tree, uh, $6 per square foot. So um, that's a little bit of an investment, but... Um, so six, you had to pay the village six dollars for. Square they foot? will, they will replace your sidewalk for six dollars per square foot. You pay them, yeah, six dollars per square foot. Now in Dundee, I believe you, it's up to you to. You have to like maintain your sidewalk legally here too. Yeah, so that's Penyan. <clears throat> You're responsible for it, but they've got like a. Right, they'll program. Help. They'll like they'll come do it for you. You just have to pay them. Yeah, let's see. You could also pay a contractor. That's why it's done. It done just there. has to be done yeah. to like it has to be done to their specifications. Right. Um, but they'll do it for you for six dollars a square foot. Gotcha. Well, that's a lot cheaper than paying someone to do it. That's for damn sure. There's the thing that is kind of crazy is that if your sidewalk's in bad condition and it gets reported, mm -hmm. um, then there's there's fines if you don't fix it, which I don't know. Yeah, there's fines for if you don't shovel your sidewalk. Yeah, they got mm -hmm. all those things. Adopt tree. 
Wow. That is a public trees. I've never heard of public trees. This is crazy. Public trees. We definitely don't have this in our code. There's no public trees in Barrington. Oh, you bet there are. They're all <laughs> they're all private trees. <laughs> no public ones. I'll be on the I'll be on the committee if they let me push over the dead ones <laughs> <laughs> with a tractor. Adjacent property owner alter alter arborist. That would be I would love to say I'm an arborist because everyone would be like, okay. Park trees are here and defined as trees found in parks, playgrounds, and all areas owned by the village, which the public has free access, including cemeteries. Let's see. Public tree. Here's a public tree. If you want to know a tree or shrub or on publicly owned land or within the right of way of a public street. So those are the ones on the curb. Within the right of way. I wonder what the right of way is. Opinion. I wonder how much the village really owns from the center line. That's a good question. It's 25 feet right of way. in most places. Uh, the land encompassing a public street, road, or highway maintained by the village, including lands bordering the pavement and shoulders that are part of the le area legally controlled by the village and specific laws relating to such distances. Hmm. Whoa, they're saying how you can plant your trees? There's laws on that? In that area. In that space. In, this, in their space. Dur yep. Okay. In that space, yeah. 35 feet for large trees. That's a heck of a space, dude. You know, big trees need, yeah. need need big space. Spray. They have definitions for all these things. Stumps. Yeah. Tree lawn. <laughs> all stumps shall be removed to at least six inches below the surface. Tree lawn. A green space adjacent to the street or highway not covered by sidewalks or other paving laying between the property line and portion of the street yada 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 i wonder okay tree board here we go tree board uh <laughs> we're in a rabbit hole right now yeah <laughs> yeah this is what happens each member shall be appointed by the mayor subject to approval by the board of trustees there'll be five members who shall be residents of the village or village employees uh, members shall be appointed for a term of three years except for initial members who shall terms who shall terms as follows Ooh. Can we make an amendment to who shall serve? Can we add the word serve terms as follows uh, under two on page six, Gary, hopefully somebody uh, will pick it up at the meeting. One member <laughs> for a term of one year, two members for a term of two years and two for a term of three years. In the event that a board member does not serve the full term for any reason, the mayor shall appoint a successor to serve for the duration of the unexpired term. Tree board duties include, but not limited to, studying, investigating, developing, updating the village's written plan for caring, preserving, pruning, topping, replanting, removing, or disposing of trees and shrubs in parks along village streets and other public areas. Oh, so they're actually going to help remove the trees? Is that? Yeah, they have to. Really? It's their tree. If it's a bad tree, they got to remove no, it. No, I meant the board. Because it says, like, removing or disposing of trees. So the board is going to... Oh, be a part of that. Uh, investigating, developing, or updating oh, the plan. Written plan for, for those. Okay, they're not actually mm -hmm. part of it. Mm -hmm. Adhering to the provisions outlined 
in the comprehensive master plan and addressing those key areas within the village. I'll tell you what, trees have become a big issue in my hometown, Canastillo, uh, because they planted a bunch of trees way back when it was still like horses and buggies. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> and so they're having to replace them with trees that don't need to like they're <laughs> they're redoing. Yeah, they got like eight miles. million dollars for this tiny little town to redo like the traffic patterns in downtown. Really? Which is like four blocks. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Tiny blocks. Interesting stuff. Uh, maintaining reference materials relating to trees and shrubs, providing an inventory of the location of street trees and determining areas where such trees could exist but are absent. Oh, this is. Yeah, it gets crazy. You got 13 pages. That's insane. Meetings, uh, they, they meet twice a year or more uh, as determined by the tree board. <laughs> Could you imagine having that on your resume? Yes. I'm a member of the tree board, yeah. the, the penny and tree board for the County. I, it I'm, would be a great conversation I'm, starter being on the tree board. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I go to, I'm a part of a committee that meets once a year as well. Like that's shocking. I'm like used to committees that meet, you know, once a month and yeah. just to meet once a year, you're all like, you're like, Hey, nice to see you. I won't see you again for another year. It's like, see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. In the, so they, they have to meet twice a year or more. If a board member and the, they have a three-year term, right? They meet twice a year and they have a three-year term. If they miss six consecutive meetings, that'll be all of them for their entire term, by the way. <laughs> the position vacant. shall be deemed vacant and a new one. Appointed. Okay. <laughs> Unless they meet more than twice a year. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, That's a good law to have, though. What? Like. To have a tree board? No, to, like, hold people accountable for being on these boards and not showing up. Yeah, I think most organizations have something that allows that. I don't know about, like, all the little village committees and stuff like that, but um, most I don't. Know. I, I I deal more with nonprofits, and when I look at bylaws, pretty much every set of bylaws has a provision for removing somebody from the board if they're um, not participating. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'll have to check our code. See if it says that. It's a little bit different when you're talking about elected positions. Yeah, elected. You can't do a damn thing. <laughs> you can't get rid of an elected person. That's like good can luck. Can impeach them, right? Can try. As we've seen with the Trump thing, it doesn't happen very easy. <laughs> can't can't happen. Oh, here's here's where it gets interesting. Trees on private property. So let's let's look at this real quick. So no property owner shall be permitted to allow a tree, shrub, or other plant growing on his or her property to obstruct or interfere with the view of drivers or vehicles or pedestrians on the sidewalk to create a hazard. Uh, if such tree, shrub, or other plant does overhang or does otherwise adversely affect any street, sidewalk, or right-of-way within the village, the property owner shall, at the owner's expense, prune the tree, shrub, or plant. Uh, yada, yada, yada. If the owner must trim a tree, shrub, or plant, the owner must provide for a clear space of 8 feet above the surface of the sidewalk and 14 feet above the road surface. I like that to some degree because I can't tell you how many times I've been smashed in the face by like tree limbs on while I'm walking down the sidewalk. I've always thought that was part of the experience of walking. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know it's like if you're not dodging tree limbs are you walking so yeah i can't believe how well maintained your freaking double trail is like that's i never like that's just a clean walk you know it's just like no trees ever hit me in the face i'm living living best life i'm used to walking in my woods where you walk out and you're like oh, mm-hmm. you're cut by everything so mm-hmm. yeah just have excellent volunteers. People could uh, take some some lessons from the outlet trail because I'm telling you, anytime I've ever been down there, everything is maintained at least, it feels like, I don't know how many feet back, but distance. You can drive a truck down it. The whole way? Really? Uh, I haven't been down the one part in a long time, but I'm I, always down the backside. There, there's like a couple bottlenecks and like little bridges and stuff that you can't fit a truck over, but where the trail, where it's just trail, you could drive a truck down it. Really? How good is that? Are people allowed to swim down there? Uh, no, no. Okay. I didn't know if they were allowed to. That's, that's been a topic of conversation for years because the, um, it's, it's interesting. Hi, Steve. Uh, it, it's interesting to me how water waterways get classified. Yeah. So do you know about this, that um, waters have like classes? No. From the DEC? No. So like uh, the don't, don't, don't swim there. I'll tell you why. Okay. So I'll tell you why why in a second, but don't, don't, don't go in there. It's gross. When we were kids, we used to. Yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. So the, uh, like Cuca Lake is class a. Okay. Right. So that's like the high, highest rating clean, clean water can be used after like some, I don't know if you have to treat it or what you have to do to make it so that you can use it as drinking water, but essentially it's like classed as, water that can be used as drinking water okay that's where penyan gets drink gets its drinking water is cuca lake um seneca lake class a except for one small area which is the area within one mile of the cuca outlet okay the reason and so and I'll, i'll break down what these classes mean so that so class a drinking class b Swimming. Okay. So within a mile of the Cuca outlet, class B can swim in it. Oh, okay. It's okay if it like gets in your eyes, but shouldn't drink it. Cuca outlet, class C. Class C, no drinking, no swimming. Fishing and water sports are okay. So you can you can take kayaks, boats, you can wade in it. You can fish in it. You can eat fish that's in it. It's okay to eat the fish because you're going to cook the fish. Okay. So that's okay. Um, but you shouldn't swim in it. How did they get these classes? Well, about 50 years ago, New York State decided that they should have this class system when they were kind of like starting to clean up the mm-hmm. environment a bit. And so it was based on what the uses were at the time and whether they were actually suitable for that. And so the Cuca outlet has a few things that made it class C. One is that nobody was swimming in it and nobody was drinking it. Like, and when I say nobody, I mean not very many people. The main use of that waterway up until that time was industrial. Oh boy. Right. So 
Um, it was all mills and factories, stuff like that. And that was, that was pretty much what happened there was just mills and factories that were, that that water was being used for power. Yeah. And cooling and whatever, you know, we still have some use for that today. Um, as we speak, the water that you flush down the toilet in this building, it's getting treated, it's getting cleaned. But at the end of the day, it ends up in the outlet. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I can show you. I can show you right where it comes in. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, God, dude. That's wild. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, and it's interesting to me. Most towns that have that are near a river, which is most towns. Yeah. Um, use the river for where their effluent goes after it goes through the wastewater treatment plant. Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. No, no I can show you. If you walk down um, just east of Fox's Mill and you look across the outlet, you have to look through some trees, but you look across the outlet and there's this big concrete kind of uh, like little sluice. Mm -hmm. And that's water coming from the wastewater treatment plant. Holy shit, dude. People, no one knows about this. Not many people know, right? Only people that like pay attention. Well, I guess that's why I didn't notice it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, people that pay attention to those things, you know. Right. Um, there were a lot of there were there were there was a lot of hubbub about it a few years ago and continues to be some hubbub about it. Really? Okay. Because they want to um the water, because it's class C, so mm -hmm. here's another thing about the classes, right? So if it was class B or higher, um, it would have to be treated. It'd have to be sanitized year-round. Right. Well, because it's class C, it, it only has to be sanitized six months. So in the wintertime, it, it doesn't have to go through the same process. Um, they, the village of Penyan is currently working on a plan, and if anybody wants to send more details, feel free. Um, or you can, I'll, I'll let people go, go look into this. Don't just take what I'm saying as, as gospel, but, um, essentially they're working on a plan to use UV light to treat the water oh. as it's leaving the wastewater treatment plant. That's about as good as it gets. It's very expensive. Yeah. Um, I still think that they're only planning on doing it six months. Okay. Uh, but that would be an upgrade to what we're doing now, which, um, I think is pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, but I, it's still like you're saying. It, I mean, I mean, still if it comes for, out of somebody's toilet, bowl, maybe it's right? forever unclean. But I think what we're, I think they're doing a pretty good job up there, better than a lot of people give them credit for. Um, but yeah, when it's only getting treated six months, um, or only has to be treated six months, it's like kind of, yeah. Anyway, the, the amount of times swim there. my dog has drank out of that. Oh yeah, poor dog. I so sorry, bro. I, that's what class C means. And like I said, they're, they're working on things to make it better. Um, the other thing that happens from time to time that I'll share here, uh, because I want people to know about no matter where you live, whether you live in Penyan or someplace else is, you know, you, you grew up in the country, so you had a septic, mm -hmm. right? So you knew there were certain things you shouldn't put in the drain, right? Oh, yeah. My dad made that very apparent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So, what, like, what, do you remember any of the things? A Q-tip. He was pissed. 
he was so pissed over a Q-tip, and I was like, "Why?" He's like, "You're gonna clog the goddamn septic. I'm gonna have to dig it up. It's gonna cost me thousands." So yeah, that's one of the things. And then like tampons and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. yeah. So so that's like common things that people with a septic know. Right. People who have who don't have a septic who are on the sewer should be following those same things. Right. Like maybe it's not as big of a deal. Like you're, you know, in in septics like you can't use bleach mm-hmm. because it might kill the bacteria that like process the poo okay um in the village where you have a sewer um that's probably okay because it's going to be so diluted with you know they treat like a million gallons of water per day wow a million i didn't know at the much. wastewater treatment plant uh but still if you stick a q-tip down the toilet could get clogged up it could get clogged up on your property or could happen what happened in august when we got all that rain and some of the sewer in penyan is so old that they don't even know where it is really it's so it's, I didn't it's, know that. it's over 100 years old they don't know where all of it is hmm. and it's not all like watertight i'm sure right yeah. so when there's a big rain event um water gets into it and a day where maybe instead of a million gallons, when they get a big rain, they might get five million gallons. Shit. Wow. And what happened last August was a whole bunch of water came rushing through the system and it picked up all the stuff that people flush down their toilets that, that probably shouldn't, which is flushable wipes are not flushable, even though they say they're flushable baby wipes. Um, q-tips condoms tampons all that stuff and what happened was there's a spot down by the outlet near burkett mill okay where it got plugged up and all the water that was coming in it got plugged up because it was carrying those rags and tampons and whatever else and it plugged the system so it couldn't get to the wastewater treatment plant and it overflowed through that manhole into the outlet. What the hell? All this like toilet water and rainwater and everything went into the outlet. And that's an so anyway, I'm taking this opportunity to tell you that <laughs> so that you can um, make sure that you don't flush that stuff down the toilet so that you don't end up having it plug up and overflow yeah yes that's uh that's not fun trying to find a sewer line (laughs) i'm sure it took you yeah a long time that's wild yeah so the sewer line was 20 feet feet from where they thought it was that's not even close (laughs) that's a lot of digging (laughs) that's not even close man that's a lot of digging my dad said he can find water lines i don't know about sewer lines it's called witching uh-huh. Heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They take the like, he, yeah. He's supposedly done it. He tried to show me one time it didn't work, but he was yeah. telling me about it. So <laughs> Oh yeah, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dad. <laughs> um, but that's a 20 feet. Uh I I do gotta get going, but I wanna talk about one thing. Oh yeah. So 50, 54, they're trying to at some point they're gonna put water and sewer down that, you know. I imagine. Milo already has it. Yeah. Barrington's next all those others but like that 20 feet off so when these guys are digging this drain 
imagine how many or not the drain digging the hole for the pipe how many water pipes are they going to destroy yeah yeah because you think that it's not there right but you're 20 feet off and it is i'm telling you people are going to a lot of things are going to get destroyed and how many people have snuck I mean, back in, think about the oh, 70s yeah. and 80s. Like, yeah. oh, I'll just put a water line in. No one will ever know it's there. Yeah. For it's sure. going to be a nightmare, man. For sure. And so every time I have someone push under the road, I make them put a tracer wire. I don't know if you know yep. that Yeah, is. yeah, so, so you can find it with the yeah. metal detector. Yeah, it's just so easy, you know. Yeah. And it's like, that's the, thank God we got these things now, tracer wires and stuff yeah. like that. But back in the day, people just used to stick pipes i don't know how many times i worked with my dad and i'm like hey dad uh something sprang down there <laughs> like you know when he's on the equipment like, what the hell did i hit old old gas lines old Ooh. you know water lines yeah. stuff like that and he's like okay but this gas line doesn't even hook to the house and i go what's it doing they just buried it unhooked just, it from the house and left a live gas just left it there yeah this yeah. was a long time it was like 10 years ago but yeah crazy some of the things you find when people did just and the amount of stuff that was buried and disconnected from the house because i don't know if a new one was built or what happened but they just leave that shit in the ground crazy so yeah fun hey all right well i gotta go spend mother's day with my mother so hi mom she's even my real mother she hates when i say that that's why I say it. <laughs> she's like, God damn it. I was like, you know what pisses me you off? You know what pisses me off? Ungrateful. Bye, everybody. See you later, guys. Have a great. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Almost. Oh. Almost. We haven't done this a couple times. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time, this pot's for all From the finger legs, join in the call Learn something new about the Cuca Trail Of state New York, every episode of tell Who's there? It's rare Who's there? It's rare It's rare